Real Exam English, Episode 2, Travel. Hello and welcome to Real Exam English. My name is Trevor. Today's topic is travel. Holidays, sunshine, adventure, culture, cocktails by the swimming pool. What's not to love about travel? This is a very common topic in English exams. It can come up in any part of the test, speaking, listening, reading or writing. So it's something you need to prepare for beforehand. And listening to this podcast will help a lot, as will reading about tourism in, in general, in newspapers, magazines, Instagram or wherever. You will need to get yourself some nice expressions, vocabulary and phrasal verb that you will be able to use in the exam. And basically, there are two types of questions relating to travel. Firstly, there are personal experience questions such as where you have been and where you would like to go in the future. And then there are general travel and tourism questions regarding the positive and negative effects that travel and tourism has on various people and on things like the environment. So in today's episode, we have a few speakers from the UK. We have somebody from South Africa and we have two speakers from the United States. So you've a good mix of accents to listen to. And remember, in case you can't understand everything the speakers say, then you can get the transcripts and worksheets to this and every episode on the Real Exam English pages on Facebook or Instagram. Also, it's a good idea to replay each episode twice, as in many English exams, you get to hear the audio two times. And it's amazing how much more you pick up the second time around. All right, then. Let's go with the questions. Have you been to many other countries? Uh, yes, yeah. Um, I've been to uh, many countries in Southern Africa, around South Africa. I've been to Namibia, Botswana, Zambia, Malawi, Mozambique, uh, Swaziland, Lesotho, and then obviously I've traveled quite a bit in South Africa. Um, I've traveled in Asia, um, Thailand, Laos, Vietnam, um, Malaysia, Singapore, and Burma. Um, I've been to Australia and New Zealand, and I've been kind of all over Europe, I guess. Um, I've never been to Russia or um, South America. I'd love to go. Uh, we were in Cuba um a couple of years back which was brilliant and i've been to america once to california that's about it really and that's about it really wow what a huge list of countries that mary has been to i'm completely jealous of her um just a comment about mary's answer in terms of an exam context um so it's not really recommended to give a big long list of items, countries in this case, or maybe movies or food, for example. And the reason is you're not really showing much language to the examiner apart from vocabulary. So what you want to do is to put some more structure on your answer. So for example, Mary could have said something like, uh, well, I've traveled quite extensively in Southern Africa in addition, I've seen quite a bit of Asia. I've been lucky enough to go to Australia and New Zealand too, but there are still a few places I'm dying to go to, for instance, Russia and South America. And that way, okay, you're telling the examiner that you've been to all of these places, but you're putting lots of connectors in there and you're giving the answer some structure, which is what the examiner wants to see. Because ultimately, they don't care where, where you have been 
it's about showing them English, you know, so um, putting the structure on it will get you a few more marks. What's the best region you have visited? Where? In the world. In the world? Gosh, I don't know. You know, so many different places. Um, so many different places for so many different reasons. You know, it, you know, not for nothing, but Ireland is so beautiful. Like when the sun shines there, it is like some of the most beautiful country like anywhere. I really like the coastline in, in the west, and it's just it is really, really stunning to see the ocean and the. You know, I didn't know that the Atlantic Ocean was blue until I went to Ireland and saw the the, the beaches there, and I was like, whoa, look at that. Some people say tourism does more harm than good. Do you agree? I mean, certainly there's a lot of harm that can come from tourism, but uh, I think travel is is great. And and frankly, uh, you know, people were to travel. I, I could say that, for examples here in Montana, where people have not traveled very far, they can be very sheltered in their perspectives on the world and therefore, you know, have a very insulated view on things as compared to those who may have the opportunity to travel and see things from a different perspective. Um, so, I mean, tourism and travel, you know, they kind of, they have to go together. Um, and so I don't totally agree that tourism is destructive, but I think if it's done right, it can be a good thing. Some people say that because of tourism, countries all over the world are becoming more similar to each other. Do you agree? I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't know that I entirely agree. I, I think, you know, globalization and, and commerce is, is something that, that makes places more similar. As far as tourism making places more the same, I don't think so. No, I don't know how that would be the case, really. In the first answer here, we heard some nice adjectives to describe Ireland, uh, beautiful and stunning. And I totally agree, by the way, go to Ireland. It's amazing. And it's really essential to have a few different words to describe how beautiful something is, because you very often need these types of words in the speaking parts of the exam, as well as in the writing paper, actually, in a review or a letter, for example. And other alternatives would be uh, spectacular, marvelous, magnificent, breathtaking, jaw-dropping. There's loads of them. So make sure you learn and practice a few of them for the exam. In the second answer, we heard some great vocabulary, such as people being sheltered in their perspectives, which means that they haven't been exposed to other perspectives. And we also heard they have an insulated view which is basically the same meaning uh, to be protected from outside influences. So an example would be as a member of a rich and powerful family, she was insulated from ordinary life. What place in the world would you most like to visit? Um, uh, Dubai, actually. That was on my bucket list. Short and sweet answer there from Karen. Just a comment on this expression, uh, my bucket list. So your bucket list is a list of items that you want to do before you kick the bucket, which is another way of saying dying or passing away. And typically people have kind of these grand dreams such as swimming with dolphins, flying to the moon or seeing the pyramids, for example. 
Um, so uh, let me know what items are on your bucket list. Remember, you can find us on social media on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, or YouTube. It's Real Exam English. And it would be great to find out, yeah, what, what uh, items make it onto your list. What activities do you like to do when you are on holiday? Uh, activities, I, if you could call this an activity, I just like to wander around, basically. Um, so wherever I am, I try and just wander street to street if I'm in a town or from village to village or something like that. And basically, I would say walking is the greatest part of, of my activity. I'm not a big one anymore for um, cultural activities exactly. I mean, I don't really go to museums or any of that stuff. I have done in the past, but yeah, I think I've seen enough museums. Just a comment on the phrasal verb in this answer. So the sentence was, I just like to wander around, basically. And to wander around means to walk around without any great intention. And it's something that you might do maybe if you have some time to kill while you're waiting for somebody or typically something you do when you're a tourist in a in an old town, perhaps you would wander around and look at the shops and maybe buy an ice cream, something like that. Remember, you can get the transcripts for this and every episode on the Real Exam English pages on Facebook or Instagram. And you can also find lots of great grammar exercises there, as well as really useful tips on how to prepare for your exam. And if you want information on classes to prepare for your exam, then you can find that there also. What activities do you like to do when you are on, on holidays? When I'm on holiday, um, I always want to know what's around the next corner. Um, I like to climb mountains and go to the ocean and see a bit of all the, the country that I'm in. I don't just want to sit in one place. Um, I'm not one of these people that can sit on the beach and read a book for, for two weeks. So, yeah, I, I nearly always will try and rent a moped and go off an adventure and see the real sort of off off the beaten track aspect of, of a country, go and see the villages and, and the places where the real people live. Where would you go if you had a month's holiday and a lot of money? I'd probably go to Japan at the moment. Um, yeah, I've never been to Japan. I don't think it's as expensive as it used to be, but I believe it's still not the cheapest country in the world. I've never been. Um, and, yeah, it, it looks beautiful in the north. Um, there's, there's some real um, pristine islands that, that are not really touched that much by civilizations. Um, and I'd, I'd like to go to those regions, but also to go to, you know, to Tokyo in the the sort of cyber world, you know, the, the, the real um, sort of futuristic part of, of, of Japan and see that as well, you know, where people are sleeping in these little bubbles and shooting around on bullet trains and stuff. That's, I think it'd be interesting to, to see that polarisation of, of, um, of culture in, in, in the same country. So two answers there from AD, who is from Bolton in the north of England. 
In this first answer, he uses this expression off the beaten track. This is a really useful expression to use in your speaking or in your writing when you're talking about travel or tourism. And what off the beaten track means is to travel to places where other tourists don't usually travel to. So it's seen as some someplace uh, more authentic. In 80's second answer, he has lots of really good vocabulary in there to describe the different places in Japan. Firstly, he says there are some real pristine islands and pristine uh, means somewhere that's very, very clean and untouched by, by people. He also refers to Tokyo being a sort of cyber world and being futuristic and he talks about people sleeping in bubbles and shooting around on bullet trains. To shoot around means to travel very quickly. And bullet trains are the high speed trains that they have in Japan. And he also mentioned that it would be interesting to see the polarization of culture in the same country. So that's the two different extremes, the very futuristic part as well as the beautiful, pristine islands in the north of the country. So that's the kind of language that you really need to be using at a higher level to impress the examiners rather than words like good or nice or beautiful. You know, you need that kind of more advanced language. Do many overseas visitors come to your country? Uh, In normal circumstances and in normal life, yes. Lots of overseas visitors come to this country. And in fact, lots of overseas visitors come to this part of this country. So we're in a part of the UK called Yorkshire. And it's the most popular tourist area of the whole country. Uh, In fact, I read an article yesterday in a newspaper that told me... uh, Tourism is worth nine billion pounds to the Yorkshire economy. Um, So you get tourists from all over the world coming to this part and it's become quite famous. Uh, And and so a site that you would see nowadays that you may never have seen, even, I don't know, eight or ten years ago, it's quite a lot of Chinese people wandering around York. You would never have really seen that a while ago. Um, but but it's much more on the map now for, for international tourists. This was recorded during lockdown for COVID. And for that reason, at the beginning, the speaker refers to normal circumstances and normal life. And what I really like about this answer, well, there, there's two things really. Firstly, it is very well structured with connectors such as so, in fact, and but. And also there are two really good modal verbs um, to describe uh, past situations. The first one is uh, you may never have seen this eight or ten years ago. And the second one is you would never have really seen that a while ago. So if you're doing a Cambridge first certificate or advanced, then you'll be familiar with these because uh, you'll need to use modal verbs in the past uh, in part four of the use of English. And also probably in part two of the speaking where you have to speculate about what has happened in uh, the photographs. And of course, you can get this into your writing as well. And in IELTS, you can get it into your writing and maybe part three of your speaking. And I suppose the main thing to bear in mind is that 
anytime you're you're speculating in the past with a modal verb like may could might would could um any of these then they have to be followed by have and then the past participle so i would never have seen it or you may never have done it um in the past it's something that's really easy to use and if you get it right you will impress the examiner that's more or less it for today's episode uh, so just to have a, a quick recap before your exam it's worth thinking about the best as well as the worst places that you have visited you need to also have a think about the positive and negative effects of tourism on people as well as on the environment you're going to need some nice descriptive vocabulary and a few travel idioms would be very helpful as well Okay, so if you have all of those things, you should be prepared to give some nice answers in the exam. Okay, then uh, thank you very much for listening. I would be really grateful if you can leave a comment on iTunes, Spotify, or whatever podcast player you use. And I hope to see you next time. Okay, all the best, Trevor. Trevor.